Ready? Hi. Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels episode 6-2. We're a video game music podcast and we're your hosts. I'm Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernet. So um, the theme this week is the TurboGrafx CD or the PC Engine CD. Now this basically kind of follows after our last week episode where we talked about the TurboGrafx-16. We just kind of figured, hey, why not make a two-part out of it and just kind of delve more into the Redbook audio side of things. Yeah, I wanted to split it up because the P, uh, the TurboGrafx or PC Engine was very much on that little sound generator that was inside the system. And this is all about the music that was composed and recorded onto the CD. So there was the PC Engine CD, the PC Engine Super CD, the PC Engine arcade CD system, which only had a couple games, but in the America, wasn't it? Was it just? Did it was it only released as the Turbo Duo, or did it also come out as like the Turbo Graphics CD? The Turbo Graphics CD did come out in the states, and I think we even got the SuperCard, which was an expander that you would put into the Hue Card slot of the Turbo Graphics while this t- Turbo Graphics CD was connected. Then you'd play CD games with the card inserted. And you'd be on the Super CD1 system. Right, so that card was a RAM upgrade. Yes. Yeah, so that, the arcade system also had a, a card that you had to put in there for an additional RAM upgrade. And when you got the Turbo Duo, the Turbo Duo had all that stuff embedded inside the one console. Uh, yeah, I was looking for that information. I couldn't find that. So that's really interesting to know. And so you... You have a Turbo Duo, but it's still broken, is that right? Oh, no. You see, uh, I would like to describe it as a 14-year-old odyssey, a 14-year odyssey that took place where I had a Turbo Duo, I loaned yeah. the Duo out, Duo was broken, got the Duo back, fixed the Duo, it broke again, then I had to go through a series of loops and hurdles to get it repaired, and as of maybe four months ago... I finally have my grade school Turbo Duo back in action. <laughs> That's awesome. I refuse to give up on that thing, and I really came close to doing well, that. Well, we got to hang out and play some of those games because I haven't played any, you know, standard 16 or, or CD games ever on that system. Oh, yeah, you're definitely welcome to because, again, I only have, as we mentioned in the previous episode, I only have one Duo <laughs> controller, no Duo tech. Are we going to have to find a TV to play it on? No, my TV should play it fine. Oh, okay, cool. I cool. just don't have the tap, which means there's no multiplayer use on that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fine. But um, Anyway, uh, so this is an episode I'm going to kick things off with. I'm going to start it start it with the ending. How about that? I don't get it. How <laughs> does one begin at the end? This is the ending to Dragon Slayer, The Legend of Heroes Part 2 for the PC Engine Super CD. This is by the Falcom Sound team, JDK. Um, more specifically, Mieko Ishikawa and Atsushi Shirikawa. So here is the ending.
Dragon Slayer. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that was um, Dragon Slayer. Excuse me. That was Dragon Slayer The Legend of Heroes 2 for the PC Engine Super CD by the Falcom Sound Team GD, JDK. <laughs> um, the, originally composed by Mieko Ishikawa Atsushi Shirakawa, um, arranged for the PC Engine Super CD by Ryo Yonimitsu. This is the ending theme. And I am all about the, the, the keyboard solo at the end of this thing. <laughs> the ending theme to a game that I've wanted to play for a very long time. Oh, it's this, this whole soundtrack is beautiful, but it's all about... It's all about this soft jazz for me. It's just smooth jazz, or it's like, I don't know what you want to call it. It's, it's elevator elevator music or department it's, store kind of music. I guess I would say... But like 90s department store music. Yeah, I would give it more of a department store than an elevator, though. Elevator. Actually, no, it could be elevator, too, technically. So like, oh, hold music. Hold music. This is hold music, yeah. So all of the dragon slayers have slayed their dragons, and um, but they're on hold for car insurance. No, right? no, no, no. Is that, no, no. They're on hold for dragons, like for Slayer insurance. <laughs> for Slayer insurance, that's so good. It's a very challenging <laughs> endeavor to be out there without, without Slayer insurance. I mean, my armor's not covered by dragon by flame lick. It's not really. It's, it covers it covers stomping, but if it's clearly obvious that this dragon performed the stomping, <laughs> we do not cover damage to any of your equipment. <laughs> Layer insurance. What's up? Oh man, this is good. Yeah, so yeah, I'm all about the Falcom Sound team on this show. I mean, we've played a lot of their music. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Cosmic Pride. This is, I think, this is maybe the first time that you picked the Falcom. Yeah, I was gonna Sound say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, you're picking them out, but um, yeah, going through the CD, the CD, uh, the TurboGrafx CD stuff, it was, it was definitely what I gravitated towards. So yeah, a lot of different systems. Um, I think we talked about. Did we talk about this on the uh, on the show? What, the, what? The, the different CD systems, the Super CD. We kind of you went to a little bit at the beginning of this episode, actually. Yeah, but you probably didn't go too in depth. But so, as you know, you did. We mentioned the Super CD card and the fact that it had multiple expansions that took place up until the eventual Turbo Duo, which was a combination of everything in one box. Right. So yeah, in Japan there was the um, the TurboGrafx CD or the PC Engine CD, and then there was the the PC Engine Super CD ROM two. Which they called the Shidu Ramu Ramu, or just CD Ram Ram. <laughs> Still think that's hilarious. Which is hilarious. I've seen Super CD Ram two on all my a lot of my game cases, but I never knew that's what it stood for. Yeah, yeah, it was like Ram like squared. So that so this game used this the Super CD Ram. So it had um, just had some additional memory and some extra 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 power going on there. But man, it's so good. Yes, I'm digging this. Like, I've never gotten to play this one because. The original Dragon Slayer Legend of Heroes came out in the States, but this one unfortunately did not. Yeah. So I have always loved this series of game. I'm actually loving the artwork on this this box art. It's really cool. It's real pastel. A lot of pastels, which actually fits this music. I never even thought about that, but I guess it kind of does. Oh, and this, um, this track goes out to you, Matt. Totally. 100%. This is for you. Oh, because all the... <laughs> yeah. Let's give a little beat of silence for Matt. And we're done. <laughs> I hope you liked it because you're not getting any more. Uh, this is the best part. This this uh, <laughs> this, this this keyboard solo. But let, let's keep it on moving on. So, um, Pernal, what's your first track for us today? 
All right, I can honestly say this is going to be very much unlike what I usually do with this show. Yeah, I'm really excited about all, um, all, your, all your picks because I've never heard of any of these. And that's, that's also another part of it, too. I, I was going to go with some of the obvious. I love Ease games. Another excuse for Ease. I love Lords of Thunder, but everyone knows about Lords of Thunder. You know, so want to be a little bit rinky-dinky with some of my tracks. Games I like that most people go, huh, too. First game on that roster is an off-love puzzle game of mine on the Turbo Duo that went by the name of Splash Lake. And the track that we are about to play is the background music for Stage 5. That's how unknown this game is. These tracks have no names. <laughs> <laughs> Splash Lake Stage 5 is the tune Yeah, this is a um, a really fun song I love this track Splashy, it's very splashy Very splashy And you'll hear a lot of splashing while you're playing this game You are basically an ostrich Named Ozzy because Oh, you're an ostrich? Ozzy's an ostrich And you are hopping about a bunch of islands That are being invaded by snakes, rabbits, egg people Caterpillar people, kappa people Lots of people and animals. <laughs> and your goal is to eject them from your islands by using your beak to peck segments out, thereby dunking the island and its inhabitants into the water, huh. into Splash Lake. Oh, that's kind of cool. And this is um, the, the, comp- the only composer information I have on this, this uh, game is just tease music. And you see that this is Hudson? Yes. Yeah, so for a lot of Hudson tracks... Um, they had like an in-house group called Tease Music that people just kind of came in and out of. So I don't, I don't have any specific composers for for this one. And it's unfortunate, but that's how they made it back then. They made yeah. it. It's almost like they wanted to be hard to locate them sometimes. But Tease Music is a good enough starting point for folks to kind of dig into it. You, somebody amongst the suite. Yeah, this is this is really different from what I expected. I was expecting a lot of. J, uh, Falcom sound team yeah a lot I, of guitars and so this is fun I like this yeah I mean I definitely think I got at least one track in, my, in the grand scheme of my entries this week as being a guitar track but <laughs> I wanted to showcase things that I like that people typically don't get like I went to a game gathering a few weeks ago and while I was there these guys are all game enthusiasts so they know their stuff and one of them brought up basically a PC Engine duo there, which is, again, the Japanese equivalent of the duo. And my immediate thoughts, who wants to play Splash Lake? <laughs> and people like, what the heck are you talking about? So I broke out a cup, my copy of Splash Lake. Oh, you brought it with you? Oh, I had it with me. Oh, awesome. And people were like, what the hell kind of game is this? I'm like, it's the best game is what it is. <laughs> and I proceeded to peck those islands, let me tell you what. But it's a wonderful game, and 
I think more turbo players should give it a check out if they have access to it because this is one of the first games I actually broke my neck to retrieve when I got my duo running again. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. This so is so, you, so, you, so you, you you tracked it back down that recently is what you mean? Oh no 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 like. Back when I had it the first time. Oh, you had the first time you picked it up. Yeah, like I had to go out and look for this game, and I, I got it off the Actually, internet. This is kind of fun, like kind of looking around music. Like, I can do, where'd it go? And what's over there? Is it behind the couch? <laughs> no, it's in my pocket because you're blind as a bat. All right, so I'm, I'm going to change things up here. Uh, my next track is from the game Spriggan for the PC Engine CD. This is a Japanese-only um, track. Um, I don't have any composer information on this one, so it's just unknown. Um, and I, I found this track because I'm a huge, huge fan of the Super Famicom game soundtrack, uh, Spriggan Powered. And I believe it's the same game or it's the same style, but definitely a very, very different soundtrack. Um, this is stages one and two from the game Spriggan for the PC Engine CD. Listening to Spriggan. 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 For the PC Engine CD. It's <laughs> a lot of Spriggan step. Oh, and this is actually um, stage 1 2, uh, not stage 1 and 2. Wow, this music is pretty gritty for so early in the game. Yeah, it's pretty intense. This is a, um, a, a like like the, the Super Famicom game, it's a kind of a side scrolling space shooter, and it's it's pretty intense. Hmm. We'll have to give it a shot at some point then. Yeah, really, really cool. I really like the uh, the kind of gal like not the galloping, the uh, kind of swing, kind of uh, drum beat here. 
funny part is I've never even played this game before, but yet during the initial play, I looked at Rob and said, this sounds like something straight out of a Naxit game. Yeah. He goes... Yeah, the developer is N-A-X-A-T. How did you know that? way it sounds, man. So what what, what game reminded you of that? Do you, remember, do you know it all? Dragon's Curse. I'm sorry, not Dragon's Curse. Devil's Crush and Alien Crush have tracks to have a sound similar to this. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. This does sound a lot like Devil's Crush. Yeah. Maybe it's... That composer moved over there into T's music. It's very possible. I'll have to check that out. And like I played a game also at that game gathering a few weeks ago that was actually a shooter I'd never heard of. I don't even know the name of it. Oh, yeah, no, it was this an is, this isn't shooter. This isn't T's music. I was thinking of something else. Yeah, so maybe this is the same one. It could be. I'm, I'm going to bet my fingers on it. I bet it is. I bet it is too. I don't want to bet my fingers though because I like these digits. They're very so, pretty. If it is then that composer is also unknown. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been uh, Toshiaki Sakoda. So, yeah, it sounds a lot like a lot like that. Not, not as shreddy, though. Yeah, but they had to tone it down sometimes, you know. Yeah, definitely. Ding, 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 ding. So what is your next track, Pernell? Well, let's see. I got Pernell. a good one. Yeah, now, now I have to pick this after you did that, I have to pick this track thing. It fits very well with what you just did. Okay. At least I think it does. Um, this track comes from uh, actual Hudson Sauce. Hudson Sauce's first, maybe only attempt at a beat em up. Uh, I'll go into detail on it in the, after the track, please. But it is from the game Riot Zone. And the level. Well, actually, it's not more of the level, it's just the track. Stage Theme 7.
Welcome back. You are listening to Riot Zone. More specifically, stage theme seven from the game Riot Zone. And what what did you put on our show for now? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I actually, to put in perspective for you, I was listening to music from this game earlier today because I was specifically looking for a track that I remember from the game, and which ended up being stage theme four. But I listened to the rest of the OST too, and for some reason, when I got to this track, I guess maybe it's because I was looking for it through different speakers, yeah. but it sounded more like a party. It does sound like a party. It sounds like like a band rocking out with some kind of a keyboard recorded. I don't know. It's so strange. And then like every time I think it's gonna loop or I think it's over, like another guitar solo comes in off of a, like off the right channel or something. It's crazy. And it really just plays wherever it wants. Like yeah. there's no real structured point where it's like I'm gonna play this guitar now. Yeah, it's very freeform, very which is very strange for a video game. Um, and this is what uh, like like a beat 'em up like Final Fight knockoff. And when you say that, I mean, it's to the letter of Final Fight knockoff. The main characters are a guy who's pretty much dressed identically to come to Street Cody from the first yeah, Final he Fight. Looks just like Cody. And that box art, whoever drew that box art for that game, has no idea how human anatomy works. Like, that leg is weirdly twisted out of place. He just worked that much harder because he had to kick crime out of the, kick crime right in the face. That, I mean, that's, like, that's, that's, crime that's just, was kind of sitting at an odd angle, so he had to adjust his foot. Um, I was gonna say like, uh, like yeah, it was one of those like just there's a job, hazard of the job, right? Of kicking crime in the butt. Oh yeah, it just just it kind of like kicked his leg out of place. Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do because crime's hiding behind a pillar. You don't have time to stop and turn around. Oh man, what a weird weird song, dude. It's cool. It's weird. Trust me, when we were pulling up, when we were when we had queued up and started playing it, I seriously considered saying, "Let's give me a redo. Give me a redo. I want a different song." <laughs> but I'm committed to it. I gotta follow through no, on this no, track. No, no. I'm committed to it. I, I feel. I feel like. I feel like we should also showcase the the different and the interesting. Like this is interesting. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Well, like, it's different. Cause like I can't see myself sitting down and tapping my foot to this. No. But I still could enjoy the sound enough to let it play yeah, I over activities or yeah, something. I recognize this is definitely original, and um, I do. I do like the um, the kind of motif in the background. It's like dun, 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 dun. and every time I think it's gonna get like a groove, another guitar comes out. <laughs> it just comes in. This could be like, and I also thought about because I don't remember what actually like, what the what background sections this played on, but I could picture just playing in a guitar, like a casino section. You're yeah. walking through a casino and beating guys up while the band's playing in the back. Yeah, yeah, and, and like there's like a, there's, maybe there's like four bands playing at the same time. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it might be. This could be one luxurious casino. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna break out of the casino here, and we're gonna go into uh, my final track. This is from the game Sapphire for the PC Engine Super CD. Um, this is Stage Three, composed um, again by Tease Music, and I actually have the composers for this. It's uh, Satoshi Miyashita. No, it's just Satoshi Miyashita, and this um, famous Satoshi Miyashita, the composer from Lords of Thunder. So this is Sapphire, stage three.
Shinga Fukei Densetsu Sapphire. This is stage three for the PC Engine Super CD Rom Rom. <laughs> you just love saying Rom Rom. Ramu Ramu uh, by, uh, <laughs> from Tease Music, composed by Satoshi Miyashita. And this is totally Lords of Thunder. Yeah, it has that sound for sure. Do you think it has the same composer by chance? No, it is the same composer. Well, they'll do it then, yeah, wouldn't it? I mean, it's, it's just all over it. Um, except this is a space shooter in which the spaceships are piloted by little anime girls. Works for me. <laughs> yeah, really, really cool. I, um, I don't usually go for like these, these kind of like uh, rock tracks, but it's, it's these uh, it's so like epic sounding. I think it's just a big journey. Even like when everything breaks down about three-fourths of the way through the song to that that uh that awesome like synth bass <laughs> i can just so appreciate cool. that this is an episode where you brought the rock and i brought the not rock because usually it's more like the other way around it really is this yeah. is the bizarro episode wow this is six dash two is the bizarro episode you know hey it's it's like i said a trend Maybe we'll have to actually do an episode where we specifically pick tracks the other would usually pick, or you'd expect the other person to pick. Right. And and remember, when you're listening to Lords of Thunder, be good to one another. Oh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can't imagine anybody wanting to be good to anybody while they're playing Lords of Thunder. That game's know, high adrenaline. I know the PC Engine only has one controller port, but find a friend anyway. Share it with them. Share it with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not going to do this anymore, because that's not fair to you. That's right, because that was where I was going to say this episode, you took it from me. Now I got nothing. All right. What's, what's, your, what's your last track there? Um, hey, what's your last track there, buddy? Well, well, you'll see. <laughs> I went with another very more so quiet track, and it's from a game that, I don't know, if you, maybe if you're a hardcore RPG purist, you can see, I can see you playing it, but not so much otherwise. But it doesn't matter because you're here for the tunes. And this is a pretty quiet, relaxing track from a game called Cosmic Fantasy 2. And it's simply the overworld theme. Hope you like it. Welcome back. Hopefully you enjoyed that sitcom intro there. Um, <laughs> the track itself is titled Overworld Theme from the game Cosmic Fantasy 2 on the TurboGrafx CD system. And it is written and composed by, if we have those, 
Don't know. They're mystery. It's a mystery. And let's be honest here. This game is so low key that I'm amazed that it was even possible to find the track itself. Um, this is a really chill out. Actually, but if you look on the internet, like people are into this soundtrack. Really? There's, well, there's a lot of rips of this thing. That's good to hear then, because the game. I'm not. I mean, if, again, I think I mentioned it earlier, but if you're not an RPG purist, you'll get bored of this game so fast. Just take. We're talking Dragon Warrior Two, but slower. Um, but the premise is actually kind of cool for a game. At least I thought it was back in the day. It was a. It starts out pretty simple. You're a village boy who goes out on a quest to rescue his kidnapped girlfriend from uh, some demon lord guy or whatever. But after a certain point, we get to the final dungeon and you beat him, something happens where he makes an escape with her through a time portal, and you get sucked into it, and you get sent 2,000 years in the future. So you go from like a dungeon, like a Dragon Warrior style world to a world populated by spaceships and starship patrols. Oh, that's fun. And he's like a fish out of water, but he's still got to do what he's got to do. So and it's cosmic and fantasy. Exactly. I like it. And when they get to that second point of the game, they actually switch the main character from him to a space captain named Babette. And then she eventually bumps into him. <laughs> and mean, they form a team. Babette. Babette. Oh, Babette. Babette, Babette. I don't think they've ever actually said her name verbally on the in the CD videos. It, so yeah, it looks like a like total anime style. Oh yeah, it definitely is. It's I guess like it's the premise is cool. You just have to be willing to accept the fact that you're listening, you're playing a game mate in '92, but it plays like a game mate in '87. Ooh yeah. So yeah. that's is, the hiccup. Is that like a common thing, like the, for the Turbo Graphics that a lot of the games were like anime style or like inspired by anime or? I definitely feel that was probably the case. had a manga or something based on it. I think that was definitely yeah. the case of most things on there being inspired by anime styles because Turbo Graphics, I think. Yes, even so, because I think it came up before the Sega CD as far as the CD unit goes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. this was during the period where FMV videos were all the rage, and everybody was trying to get their foot mold into it, and they wanted to show off what they could do. And since this technology came out of Japan, and their main form of entertainment, you know, depiction on television was anime stylings, it just translated naturally over to FMV. So most of their games had their, FMV cinemas. Their main form of entertainment. So like... I should... Like let me reward. No, I like the idea of like turning on the news and it's like, oh my God. Like big anime. Kawaii dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, like a talking cat is like, you know, giving the weather. <laughs> Actually, you're joking. Not, We're joking, but they that. probably have such a I, network. Well, I would watch that. I would watch the heck out of that. That makes two of us for sure. <laughs> Um, I th- I think I think this is a good enough track to, to go out on. I love this song. Oh, so I should have switched this to the end theme then for the end of the episode. Well, I thought we could just use this for the end of the episode. Oh, just replay it. Oh, th- well, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pre- got a pretty good loop on it. Anyway, if um if you'd like to uh, contact us, uh, send us a message. If you have a question for us, we'd love to read it on the show. I um, mean, give us a send us an email at rhythm and pixels at hotmail.com and for a full track listing and for more information about the show come to our website rhythmandpixels.com it's a secret Um, you can find us on Facebook Instagram Twitter at rhythmandpixels we are also cross posting our stuff up on YouTube rhythmandpixels and hey um, if you're feeling generous at all check out uh, patreon.com slash rhythmandpixels we always appreciate it 
But hey, um, we've been doing this for about a year. We're going to be doing it for about another year. <laughs> hey, as long as it's still fun for you, it's still fun for me. We've got more topics to get through, so... Um, or, or to find, to figure out. We got a lot of topics. Give us some topics, please. Yes, if you have any, if you have any <laughs> topics, please, please let us know. Um, and also, um, if if you uh, listen to podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher or, or anywhere else, please hit the subscribe button and rate us if you can. Um, the more ratings we get, the more subscribers we get, the more people can come check out the show, and that means more people listening to this great music. Mm-hmm. And the more people listening, the more we can chat about it, and that's what I'm all about. That's what Rob's all about. It's just a good freaking time. Yeah, and so um, now this time, this time, next next episode will be our podcast anniversary episode. <laughs> the tears, <laughs> they won't stop flowing. So we'll have a little bit of time um, to do that. Um, we'll probably have something special going on. I hope we'll have something special going on. We'll see what we have the time. There may be a tasty cake. Yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. We'll have like little RMP tasty cakes. We'll eat them on the show. That'll be great for the listeners to listen to us chewing. Hey, I don't <laughs> know about you, but I feel as though people would love the sound of my chewing. Oh yeah, I have impeccable <laughs> molars. Oh yeah, <laughs> impeccable molars. I was thinking for um, an episode idea, it would be um, job related. Like it would be what what your job is. So like job, not job simulator, but you know, like cooking mama. Like you're cooking. Or what's it like? You know that kind of thing. Oh yeah, I think is that what I typed up oh, the other day? Oh maybe, yeah. Um, oh, what was it? Um, like mini games related to professions. Yeah, yeah, professions. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I, I, you should do it. I, I would really need. We need to spend some time figuring that one out. <laughs> I have two tracks I'll right now. Oh, okay, we're, we can do that. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out later. But that'll, that'll be for a future future episode. So something to look forward to, everybody. <laughs> Anyway, um, this has been the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. I'm Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Have a great week. And remember, Rob stole my thunder. <laughs> anyway, I can still... I stole come- your Lords of Thunder. Stole... Ah, I got one anyway. It's simple, though. Anyway, you know, problems are huge. Problems can be a real pain in the butt. And sometimes we allow them to overwhelm us because, quite frankly, it's pretty easy to allow it to happen when you're already tense and stressed. However, it may be worth taking to mind the fact that if you step back and chop the problem into compartmental spy sizes and actually assess it as needed, bit by bit, you'll take one big problem, turn it into five small problems, and before you know it, bam, you just saved your job. So, just a thought out there next time you feel as though you're facing overwhelming odds of stress and complication. And that's all there is to that.